welcome to the Lighten Up Podcast with Lauren Polly, your invitation for living on the lighter side of life. I am Lauren Polly, and I'm delighted you have chosen to join me today for episode 233, Difficult Conversations. Uh, we all have them, <laughs> sometimes with varying degrees of success in terms of creating for greater for both you and the person that you have them with. I want to talk a little bit today about some different perspectives you can take before you go into them and also during them as well. Um, you know, these are the conversations where there's stuff that's up, you know, either at work or in a personal life where you just have something you have to express. You're unhappy, there's something going on, you may feel a little delicate about approaching the other person, either because they may be judging you um, or because they may be in a position of power over you or you may be in a position of power over them uh, in the business world. And also, it's just those conversations where you care about the other person. You care about the relationship. It's not something where you want the relationship to go away. So how do you actually navigate that without driving yourself crazy with anxiety and pre-planning and kind of all those conflictual energies that we go through? And how do you also approach it so that you say your piece. You don't back down to the other person's whims if there's something different, but you actually get to stand your ground without kind of like causing a huge ruckus. So this is an interesting conversation. I think it's a learned skill. I'm still working through it, just FYI. Uh, This conversation's really come up in my world. I have uh, a colleague of mine at work who I supervise who was wanting a meeting with me and my boss. And it was interesting because I heard kind of the complaints that she had gone to my boss about. And I was like, okay, I understand that. There's some mishmash of expectations going on. So really it's a conversation that just needs clarity. There just needs to be clear guidelines of what's expected and what's not and what's in the rules and what's not in the rules. And it's a fascinating thing because I've looked back at all the personal conversations I've had along the same lines where there was just a mishmash of what one person was expecting from the other person. And sometimes when we're going through these very conflictual energies that are very anxiety provoking, we get very stressed out about, we get very emotional over, um, they kind of hijack our mind as well because leading up to those conversations you're pre-planning everything and kind of working through every scenario to see how you would respond. All of that stuff, all of that stuff. It's really a fascinating thing because so often with all the conflict and all the emotive qualities to it, what's really just required is a clarity. And so being able to approach these conversations a little bit cool-headed, unemotive, unbarriered and unguarded, not defending, not fighting, um, being able to vent if you need to, absolutely. Sometimes us, you know, taking that in and shoving it down really doesn't create a lot. It boils over after a certain point. But what can you do leading up to these conversations to actually have a cool head about you and approach it from more of a, I hear you, I hope you hear me, and let's actually get some clarity here. 
Now, of course, that's easier said than done. I, um, you know, I, this is what, Sunday now, and this was told to me on Friday. And it's so funny because in the last two days since I've heard of this coming up, my mind has been racing. Uh, it's whenever I have a quiet moment where I'm not actually engaged in something, my mind goes back to what could occur in the conversation. Again, I find myself kind of pre-planning different things that I could say, different verbiage I could use how I would respond to certain things. There's like this um, kind of like building a lawyer case. You know what I mean? Like before a lawyer, I would think, goes to court. They play out every scenario. They gather their facts and all this stuff. The interesting thing I'm noticing with that is there's a lot of energy of defense in it. And whenever you're trying to defend yourself, defend your actions, you know, kind of give the rationale on why you're doing what you're doing and aren't I right in that. Whenever you go into that, you actually create a barrier. You, in essence, pick up a shield. Well, guess what happens when you pick up a shield to defend yourself? You actually empower the other person to pick up their sword to actually come after you a little bit more because there is a button there to push. There's this undercurrent if you're picking up a shield to defend yourself of, oh, I must have been in the wrong because now I have to go into defense of why I was right in the first place. People can sniff that out and before you know it, they actually come at you with greater ferocity. Another play to that energy when you do pick up that shield and go into defense and protection and justification of your rightness is you make the other person pick up their shield as well. If they're not like a sword wielder, you know, you have those relationship partners in your life, either professionally or personally, where they just like to come at you. (laughs) They kind of walk around with a little pokey stick, you know, one to poke at you. Uh, If you have someone who's a little bit more passive, maybe a little bit of passive aggressive, they're not really going to be coming at you with a sword, but they will pick up a shield of their own. And before you know it, you go into this conversation where, again, what do you really require is just clarity with each other. And not only do you have a shield defending yourself, but they do as well now. And that is really a recipe for not moving forward at all because both of you guys are just going to be stuck in defending yourself, protecting your own point of view, and really justifying your actions up until that point. There is not really a great model and there's not really a great teaching tool widespread that actually teaches us how to be unshielded in conversation actually to be able to show up and be like, okay, I can see things from your perspective. Here's things from my perspective. Here are the things that can bend and change. And here are the things that actually can't. And maybe we just need to manage our quote unquote expectations while we do this. You know, think back to maybe a difficult conversation you've had with your spouse or your kids or your parents even. Uh, Think into your own professional life and your business when you've had to go to your boss about something or where you were leading a meeting or where you had to hire or fire somebody. Uh, These conversations actually occur all the time. So going into it again with that cool head and not picking up that shield, not going into defense is one of the top strategies I know to be able to actually get the clarity that's required and leave the emotion out of it. 
you know, it's it's interesting to me too because again, that's easier said than done. I know that for myself, and for the last two days, I've been working my way to there. And every time my brain gets active, I'm like, okay, drop the shield. <laughs> okay, drop the sword if you want to go after. Okay, relax, relax. Uh, even with that, though, this interesting thing of the pre-planning of the conversation tap into whenever you've done that. You're pre-planning a conversation. You're playing out the scenarios. How would I respond? What's the best way to say it? Uh, it really has an energy of the cul-de-sac of the mind. Around and around and around you spin. Uh, the problem with the cul-de-sac is once you enter it and start driving around in circles, a lot of times you lose sight of the exit lane. And it's like you can't stop yourself no matter what. It's circling, it's circling, it's circling. Uh, those of you who struggle with anxiety or just highly wound up and stressed and that's kind of your baseline, you'll probably recognize that energy. For me, it's a familiar one. Uh, the brain gets activated, the mind gets activated, and before you know it, you're spinning. And again, that clear path forward and really the bottom line of these conversations, not emotive, not that. Remember what we're really desiring, not conflictual. It's really about the clarity that you require to move forward. Really hard to do if all you're doing is up in your mind spinning around in circles. My favorite trick for this, my favorite trick for a lot of things that have that energy is just telling myself don't make it a thing. The thing is when you make something a thing, when you make it a problem, when you make it a conversation that has to occur, when you make an outcome has to be that way, when you're really defining and concluding anything, when you're making it a thing, when you're putting significance on it, you are actually then creating that energy where no matter what, you're going to have to spin around it. And again, a lot of this stuff, it actually hasn't happened yet. You know there's a conversation coming up. Either you're initiating it or someone else is. You know what's going to happen. You know it has to happen, right? It's going to get created regardless. But when you make that emotive, stressed, conflictual energy, they've wronged me somehow, or in their perception, I've wronged them somehow, and go into defense, you make it a thing that therefore you spin around. This again is a learned skill. Whenever there's something that comes up that has a charge around it, that actually kind of like gets your insides boiling a little bit, your heart rate going up, you know, you can feel your blood pressure rising sometimes in these situations. Just tell yourself, okay, don't make it a thing. Actually let your body exhale. Let your body relax a little bit and see if you can actually relax around that defined, concluded point. You know, we live in such a big, vast world. Our life is bigger than that one thing, even if it's a primary relationship, even if it's a marital thing, even if it's a child thing, even if it's a business thing. These things feel huge, and yes, they have a big impact on our quality of living because they're people that we engage with a lot during the week, you know? Uh, so it's very easy to build up significance around it and really fight for what you think needs to be. But it's kind of counterintuitive. All it does is build up that energy of conflict, of stress, of anxiety. 
what occurs with that? You pick up your shield. You start to defend yourself. And again, you're back in that dynamic we talked about, where either you're inviting and provoking a fight by someone else going, oh, you're picking up a shield. You must be wrong. I'm going to pick up my sword. Or conversely, where you pick up the shield to defend yourself and your partner perceives that and does the same thing. I know logically sometimes this doesn't make sense because you hear that and you go, but it is a big thing. It is a thing. If I'm not being treated the way that I feel like I deserve to be treated, if I'm not seen the way I desire to be seen, if I'm not appreciated, or if I'm being asked to do things that aren't really feeling sustainable for me in my daily living, of course, that seems like a thing that you have to express and you should. But the thing is, when you make it, quote unquote, a thing, you're building all that conflictual energy around it. It's going to prevent you from having clarity. It's not that you don't speak to it. It's not that you don't ask for it. You should feel empowered to ask for anything. You should be able to escalate things and ask for those different conversations. You should be able to go to someone's boss and say, hey, I need you. Let's have a sit down when I talk to this person. None of that is wrong. The thing is, again, you have to watch where that goes from, I need clarity here and I just need to get this off my chest and be able to move forward, where that goes into the defense and the conflictual anxious energies that come about. As I said, this is a learned skill and I think some of us like take progress and steps forward with it and then everything in life kind of smooths out and then, oh my goodness, there's another conversation and you kind of watch these old patterns resurface. I know at least I do where the mind gets busy and, you know, the defenses start to come up and I'm like, okay, let me prep and prepare and I'm like, wow, the meeting is not until four days from now. Uh, This thing This thing can't be so much of a thing that it destroys my energy, my relationship with my body, and my quality of living for the four days leading up to that. Don't allow these conversations, especially if you're planning something in the future, to hijack your possibilities of the now. Put down the shield, put down the sword, get some breathing room around it. Let yourself diffuse a little bit. Let the other person diffuse a little bit and see what can change from there. And just a side note and an interesting little trick with this, whenever you put down your shield and you don't actually pick up a sword either, you invite the other person to do the same. This is the superpower of disarmament, which is one of my one of my specialities, I've been told by many people. Uh, being able to actually make a choice for yourself that then disarms and throws the conversation in a different route, even if that other person was very angry and emotive and worked up. No matter what they choose, it will create more ease for you in the moment. It'll allow you to be more of yourself and create the energies that you're choosing. It actually invites the other person to the same thing. And it's a little trick to actually allow a really hot, hot situation to diffuse. So again, you can get what's required. Clarity. Please let me know how this goes if you have difficult conversations coming up. I wish you the best of luck, as I know you do me as well. What would it take to function in this world regardless of hot situations as us? Soft, 
unanxious, unstressed, and ability to get the clarity that we need so that we can continue to create our lives and move forward. The tools in this episode will help you do just that. Have an amazing week, and as always, I will chat with you next Tuesday.